regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to the Regular Features Podcast, the podcast that's exactly the same every week. And like every week, my name is Steve Hogarty. Yeah, baby. Don't forget it. I'm joined by two. <laughs> Sorry, I was doing a background for you. Two of my beatboxing buddies. Why don't you introduce yourself? You go first, Joe. And I'm a wee bye-bye. It's me. Hello, Log. A wee bye-bye. <laughs> Hello. I don't have a feature today. I am featureless. I am an abject failure in every aspect and dimension of my life. And yet you still remain pretty. Lucky. That won't ever fade. Burtering them up nice and gentle, aren't I? What have you got for us, Joe, in the absence of anything from Steve? I'm confronting one of culture's biggest questions. What happens when the biggest TV show in the world stops being a TV show? The answer? Well, just listen to this. And I'm all about the pigeons. The pigeons and what they do in the sky that makes more pigeons happen for you and I. We are forever <laughs> grateful to the pigeons. Thank you for dropping more pigeons out of your little, little buttholes. I was going to say, to refer to a, an incidental moment that may or may not make it into the podcast later, uh, there is a real possibility that Log thinks pigeons produce live babies. So <laughs> take it all with a grain of salt. Just add sex. An instant flock of pigeons. <laughs> Just add sex. Why is that not the name of the podcast? That's every feature you do. Yeah, you t you all do something perfectly good, creative, and I just ruin it on the last feature by adding sex. Now play the sexiest jingle we got. And now to sing this lovely ballad, here is Mama Cass. That's any bright above you. Nice breeze that seems to whisper, I love you. Bird jumping up to eat a berry. Beach a little peach for me. Joe, Kevin, Matt, Dog, and Steve. Regular features, they delight and thrill me. I'm still waiting for the name of my bee. Feature it a bitch for me. Star shining! Everyone's asking the question. Do you know the question? Is it the question everyone's asking? Yes. Is it the question on everyone's lips? It is the question on everyone's lips. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's on everyone's lips, fresh from the asking. <laughs> Straight from the tip of the tongue to your, to your, to your earbuds. <laughs> oh, what is the question? You don't know the question. I don't know the question. You know What's, I don't know the question. What is the question? What's next for succession? Oh. What's next? Mm. Guys, mm. succession are over. I, it's been around. And it's over now. I've still only watched one episode, so I've got it all ahead of me. Suck that. Have you? Yeah. Well, I, I, 
I'm glad I've made this a, f- a spoiler-free free feature for you. <laughs> Did you say you've only watched one episode of Succession? Um, yes, I watched it with Stuart, and it didn't grab him enough for us to carry on. And I've not got the time to commit to squirreling just an hour in the pub before opening every day to watch it. Well, look, yeah. amazing you should say this. Because I've been thinking, if Jesse... Armstrong and his bloody mate Sam Bain from Peep Show, who mm. wasn't involved in succession but probably could be, won't get off their ass and make any more. If they've decided they're just going to put an end to it and make it good, then what we need to do is go back to the start and reformat. Okay? All right. I'm not talking a reboot, I'm not talking a remake. I'm talking musical. <laughs> oh my now, god, you've done a musical one again. The, so uh, Steve did the last musical feature. I'll have you know, it's just that both of our songs features are a crutch and have very <laughs> limited uses. They're such effective crutches; they disguise everything. Now, I think a succession musical could successfully reinvigorate the brand and bring back the adventures of Kendall Rum and Connor Ashev and Logie uh, to a new audience, an audience what loves music. Gays. I'm not saying that. Oh, it's Pride Month. Stop pandering to us, Joe. <laughs> it's not. Oh, it'll be, yeah. It'll be Pride Month by the time this goes up. Yes. You're allowed to claim it. Uh, so... <laughs> I haven't had time to write an entire musical, but what I or or music, but what I've done is written what I think the start of secession musical should be, um, and just nicked someone else's music. So this is Secession the Musical. It's fucking long. <laughs> I hope you've watched Fiddler on the Roof. (laughs) Kendall's on the Roof sounds crazy, no? But here in the biggest of the apples, you might say every one of us is a Kendall on the Roof, trying to understand how his stroked-up cock's daddy secretly incurred billions of dollars of debt. It isn't easy. You may ask, is Kendall going to jump off the roof and do a Gucci splat? No, because he needs to prove that he's got balls that want to be bigger than his daddy's. And how does he get big basketball balls? That, I can tell you in one word. Succession. Succession! Succession, 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 
because of that succession, Kendall wears brown hats and many, many big sunglasses. Here in New York, we have successions for everything. Who gets the house, who gets the company, even who gets to do a big cum on a window. For instance, one time Kendall wanted to eat an orange, but his daddy said no oranges for you, oranges are only for me and maybe Carl. And you may ask, I don't remember that from the show, was it in the show? Look, I don't remember, but it's definitely a succession. Because of our successions, everyone knows who has the biggest balls and who gets to say fuck the most. Hate all of his children, fuck all his assistants, eat a big roast beef. Who has the right to see your ways not to eat a whole second roast beef? It's Logan! It's Logan! Succession! It's Logan! It's Logan! Succession! The way to up and leave their home The heaters go and leave their kids alone Who will only talk to woman on the phone So Papa's free to fuck up all his kids Caroline, Caroline Succession Caroline, Caroline Succession My father locked me up at ten, I killed a horse. I hear my daddy now loves me, I hope that happens. It's Kendall, it's Kendall. Succession, it's Roman, it's Roman. Succession. This is the family. All of them want a little piece of succession. Delicious succession, like a fine pudding of coins. And all of them asking but one question. Die, 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 die. When will Logan die? circle of our big fucking company, we've always had our special types. For instance, Tom, the tall asshole, and Greg, who is a egg, but like a very, very long egg, kind of like if a big ladder was a egg. And what about Hugo, who's played by that lad who did brown face in Short Circuit 2? Oh, and there's Carolina. She's there too, occasionally. I always thought she was quite good, even though I didn't really get a read on her like the other characters. There's Jerry, Carl, and Frank. They're like a single mass of older flesh, except one of them's a, a dominatrix at one point. I kind of left that behind a bit, I guess. Carrie's in it sometimes. Marsha. 
There's a Swedish guy, he's played by Tarzan. There's some more Swedes, one of whom uh, has a really round head. Just a crazy round head. He looks so cuddly. Uh, Tom and Shiv have a dog called Mondale. Uh, don't, I don't know much about Mondale, to be honest. I think they, they just lock him up. He might be dead. Might be a dead dog in the background. Uh, Sandy and Sandy rather, Nan, Rhea. There's a character called Sid Peach. Uh, I think that's everyone. Maybe Stewie, Lawrence. They're both in it. Stewie's great. Uh, he's like um, he's like a fucking uh, nightmare. Like a real like just walking around like cancer guy just a horrible piece of piece of ass nice ass though horrible nice ass racking my brains is Gil uh, the guy who uh, went out with Shiv and uh, oh Connor and Willa Succession! 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 So that's pretty much it for Succession. Kendall is occasionally on a roof. That's basically what you need to remember. I'd kind of forgotten how long this song was. But that's it, promise. Oh, fuck. I could have just done it if I was a rich man. <laughs> that was spectacular. That's Succession the Musical. Speaking of someone who hasn't watched Succession at all, I really enjoyed the bits where you said Succession. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was watching you for most of it to see whether anything I said was in any way funny to you. <laughs> it's It's got an audience, and I, I liked it. <laughs> I did like how the second half of the song was just reading out all of the characters' names. Yeah, yeah but with I no realised the second half of the original song tradition <laughs> is... Uh, boring and there's one bit where he says i'm going to introduce some people from the village and i thought i'll run with that for ages and fill out the fact that i don't want to chop up this seven and a half minute karaoke version of tradition i've downloaded god bless those karaoke versions on youtube well, they're the best oh, I live and die by them did you know um, yeah but you know the name sid peach did you know the import of that word no that is the nom the plume of Chris Morris when he was writing in secret. <gasps> There's a Chris yeah. Morris joke hidden in succession. Yes. And, That's uh, great. That was that was the most exciting thing of my life before I moved to London was when I was writing for TV Go Home, I got a credit on the same one as Chris Morris wrote for. So it was like with thanks to Lognonymous, Sid Peach, and Peter Bainham. I have got I've got writing <laughs> credits with them. <laughs> Wow, you've just validated it's, my whole song, and at the same time, invalidated everything I've ever done on this podcast. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that was literally nothing since. Oh, I've done nothing Sid worthwhile Peach. since that. I'm going to think about that loads now. Mm. I want you to finish this musical. Yeah, 
Well, yeah. if I was a rich man, writes itself. I can't remember what other songs are in Fiddler. You don't need roof, to change any lyrics at that one. <laughs> yeah, that one's fine. I'm done. Well, because I am a rich man. <laughs> <That's>... yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fiddler on the Roof songs. What else have we got in here? Um, matchmaker. Oh. What's that going to be? Moneymaker. Uh, to Life. It can be... Oh, no. I was about to say a spoiler. Won't do that. <laughs> It's hard not to just spoil succession. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't worry about me. I Yeah, but there's a lot of people who are listening to the podcast who might not <laughs> yeah, want to Yeah, there's spoil. loads of readers who might be really upset. Nothing in my song is a spoiler because most of it's made up. Um, apart from the fact there's Swedes in it. Can't avoid that. Some right. Swedes turn up. Some Swedes show up in season four. It's really boring oh, names God, it... in Fiddler on the Roof. Sabbath prayer? What am I going to do with that? Sabbath prayer. I'm giving up. This musical is dead on the wall. <laughs> I'm done with it. Tevye's dream. Nothing Nothing rhymes with Tevye. you got to play on that. Yeah, it's impossible to rhyme with Tevye. Dump it! What is your fucking feature? Just give me a fucking feature. Please tell me your fucking feature. Oh, regular features, regular features. Here's one now. That was nice chat. And now it's over, because it's time for my regular feature. (laughs) Now, I don't know if either of you two have ever wanted to fuck a pigeon. (laughs) I know I haven't. (laughs) It begins. But if you were a pigeon yourself, it, it wouldn't be strange at all. If you were actually a pigeon, which I'm not, the idea of inflating your neck and just stubbornly chasing another pigeon around in little circles would just seem like the most natural thing in the world to you. And their sweet little leg holes, which I find repulsive, they'd probably just haunt your little pigeon dreams. Like it or not, and I personally do not like it at all, that grit-specked ovum shoot is probably the hottest thing you would have ever seen if you were a pigeon. Grit-specked. <laughs> You've thought so much about that ovum shoot. <laughs> just, I know they're just dirty and they sit down, they just sit on anything. Grit or not. Yeah, we've got lodged. decency to cover our assholes in loads and loads of fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lovely Beautiful. big butt cheeks. Imagine if pigeons had butt cheeks. <laughs> well, keep on talking, Steve. Describe the butt cheeks to me, Steve. <laughs> well, there'll be two pink and shiny butt cheeks that protrude from the feathers like domes. Uh, I genuinely found myself thinking today. Mm-hmm. Um because I wanted to minimise the sound of a fart. It's like it's sort of pulled, pulled wood cheeks Pulling apart. Pulling your butt apart. And did that thing where it just sounds like the wind whistling through a haunted castle. <laughs> and, sounds um, like a, a happy sigh. Yeah. <laughs> in a haunted castle. And uh, I just found myself thinking, like, do people who don't have as much fat make no fart sounds? And is this again... I think it's Prejudice the sphincter. to thin people. It is the sphincter that makes the sound, surely. Oh, so, so you're pulling, you... you're literally pulling the muscles apart to stop them. The fact I just did that, and the fact I, my, my cheeks didn't get in the way or change it. Interesting. In the moment the cheeks, I did The cheeks it. are the buttocks of the head. Yeah, but your cheeks don't meet in front of your mouth. <laughs> like... Okay. You can if you do a little kissy face like an anus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does change it. <laughs> I just thought, do slim people get it better? Again. Well, if you 
that they have it good in that way. But as a larger guy with a fatter ass, I get to shit myself slightly more without staining my underwear. That's such a good point. <laughs> Log, you always look on the bright side. I am the eternal optimist. I think when you pull your ass cheeks apart, it's are you just pulling the anus into tension? Yeah. Inhibiting it from rasping. So it, yeah. Like if you pull your lips apart like that tight and you draw, then you blow a raspberry, it's a different sound. Like, ah! <laughs> I really, like that. really wish I'd been doing the screenshot for Discord when you. <laughs> well, it's something to chew on, isn't it? <laughs> something to so, chew in a way. on. <laughs> so basically, what. What I was getting around to is that we all know on one level that pigeons fuck. I mean, the fact that pigeons persist means that pigeons fucking is a background fact, like non-lethal radiation. Mm. And that's something we all have to live with. I've been lucky enough, however, not to think about it that much until I was having dinner with a highly valued bee, astonishing bird enthusiast, and pub regular Tory, who you've all met. The greatest. She's, she's fantastic. But she put pigeons fucking in my head. And what she told me while I began to chew my perfectly nice food more and more slowly was that there is a pastime pursued in Scotland with such dedication that it is almost a sport. A sport in which Scottish men breed pigeons for one and one purpose only. To steal another pigeon's girlfriend. (laughs) What? This is a real thing? This is a real thing. These these men, these men and increasingly women, it has to be said, um, spend a lot of time and effort making extremely hot pigeons. Oh my god! Well, and the only reason them, built by crafting them, breeding them, breeding, buying okay. them, pulling out peacock's um, feathers and shoving them into the back of pigeons, <laughs> and they topple over. The, and that's it. The only reason they want these extremely jacked and sexy pigeons is because they want to seduce. A pigeon into their home. Is this why you sent us a picture of a really sexy pigeon? This is the yes, a while ago, yes, and also that idiot bird with the beetles cropped, <laughs> whatever it was, basin cut. <laughs> I mean, it might sound like I'm personifying them here, and I think some people who watch nature documentaries don't like it when you personify the animals and say, "Oh, look, he's in love with his biscuits," but. I'm a bit guilty of that, but the person who called this breed of pigeon horseman thief pouters is definitely guilty of personifying them in a bit more poetically than I am. I'm just implying that they fall in love. He called them sultry centaur burglars. (laughs) (laughs) Animals aren't even covered by the 1968 Theft Act, so fuck off with your whatever horseman thief pouters. How it works is, according to a badly written National Geographical article that I had to sign up for today to read, is step one, it's a nice day. You decide to let your pigeon out for a little fly. Step two, someone else in Scotland sees this fucking sexy pigeon you let out flying around with this little bra on. They take a picture of it on their phone and show it to their hottest, most frilly-legged pigeon, whose eyeballs bulge out as he bangs his head against a cuttlefish in unalloyed arousal. (laughs) (laughs) Step three, they release this furiously aroused bird into the sky and hope that it brings the bird that they've seen home with them for to fuck 
and for the man to keep. And while they do this, the man on the ground, or the do man it is called, because do is the Scottish for pigeon, I believe, um, they go. They stand on the ground making encouraging sexy coos so they are more likely to fall in love because there's a backing chorus of sexy coos. This is all true. <laughs> this feels like weird? a really inefficient way to steal pigeons. I don't know if I'm... No, but it's the sport of it. I don't know if it's I'm like... skipping ahead, but is the idea that the person who was released the sex pigeon in the first place, the sex pigeon's Sheer sexiness means is, that when is it, it like, returns home, it brings another pigeon back with it. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know the, what the motives for the first person releasing their pigeon is. Perhaps you have to release them every now and then. And there's loads of people in Scotland with binoculars saying, if I fucking see a pigeon, I am getting that in my ass. I can't tell if... They'll never be able to resist I Leonard. I can't tell if we're thieving <laughs> pigeons from other pigeon fanciers or just wild pigeons. That are like, no, no, it's all it's it is a matter of fierce competition between pigeon oh fanciers, and God. they they are stolen for bragging rights. And if oh. you there's a, there's incidences of fights breaking out in pubs because a, a man, a, a poor sports pigeon, has been seduced from his home. <laughs> Apart from Tory, how many pigeon people have you got in your pub? Um, I none of them talk about it. I don't know. I think it's a bit more north than Nottingham. Build. There's not a, there's not a big pigeon fancying scene in the middle. Build an aviary. <laughs> if you build a bloody aviary now, you've got a rooftop girl. Wait until loads of men hang around house. Imagine <laughs> no, but like just for you, dog. imagine how many pigeons might turn up going, I won't be an aviary. And then you yeah. come in and then you can make loads of sexy pigeons. Imagine the Tourism benefits. Pigeons have coops. Build a coop. <laughs> Is there any other bird that has a coop? Um, coop. Chicken coop. Chicken, chicken coop. Oh yeah, here we go. Any other? Any other birds? Anyone? I've got the. I've got the last one, so I, I'm safe. Tur- turkey coop. <laughs> Ducks don't have a coop. Goose don't have a coop. <laughs> that's why they look so annoying. Imagine a goose coop. Goose coop. <laughs> goose coop. That's, that's not what it sounds like. That's just a scoop that's full of goo. <laughs> right, I'm being silly now. So I just wondered what it would be like if everyone let their birds out at once. And I think it would go a little something like, hang on, this. Open your scripts, please. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, it's Blind Date, and here is your host, Miss Cilla Black. <laughs> so, sorry, Lug, I know you're about to start, but did you just scream so loudly the door in your room opened? <laughs> no, I scream. I scream so loudly, I shut the door in embarrassment, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Put on your best chacha heels and pour yourself a waist-level concrete bath of shallow water. Uh, because someone's put the cat woman amongst the pigeons. Before the break, we met Belle from Motherwell, and they've got their pick of three strapping units who they can't see because they're in a cloud. In a cloud in the sky, all high up. 
What's your first question for these fancy artifacts, Bill? Thanks, Earth. Uh, really excited to be here. My first question is, I found a bird feeder that's been foolishly positioned near a branch that can bear the weight of a pigeon. Now, no other pigeons seem to know about it. Needless to say, I've been wolfing as much bird seed as I can, because you never know, do you? Point is, being so well-fed, I've started to secrete a lot of crop milk. So much that after my kids have had enough to grow freakishly fast, I've still got, like, a full side of my neck caked in the stuff. What I wasn't to know is, what would you do? What I want to know is, would you, what would you do with my surplus crop milk? What I'm secreting lots of for my neck because of all the lots of seed I have ate. Oh, oh, they've gobbled down so much seed they've bagged themselves a glut of crop milk, which for anyone who's out of the know is a semi-solid yellow substance that's not unlike cottage cheese, except it's just for pigeons. That's right. And not for other kids, no matter how thirsty they get. Pigeon number. I am so thirsty. I died in 1989. I live in the realm of dust. Pigeon number one. How would you use my holocrin secretion surplus? Uh, I'd probably chase you around in little circles with my head bobbing about like I'm not really in control of the whole of my body. And you'd walk off, but I'd just keep walking around, following you. Then, as you turn around and look at me, I'd be like, what? I'm going the same way as you. It's a free world, isn't it? Then I get distracted, do exactly the same thing to another pigeon that looks exactly like you. And as far as I'm concerned, is you. Oh, <laughs> that's dead romantic, that is. He is as dedicated to his love of... Sorry. He is as dedicated in his pursuit of love as I was in my pursuit of Cha-Cha Heels in the year 1989. What? Oh, you remember, don't you? My song about cha-cha heels and how you got a gimme, gimme, gimme them cha-cha heels. Well, Eartha, that's 58 generations ago to a pigeon. So your collaboration with Bronsky Beat sounds as dated as monophonic planchon to me. And I still haven't got them cha-cha heels. Meow! Pigeon number two, what would you do with the horrible cheese out oozing out of me because I've got unrestricted access to my own bird feeder? Well, I'm something of a head turner, so when you turn your head, it'll expose a good semi-solid lump of glistening crop milk just ripe for the pecking. And when I see that dull, wet chunk lodged between your feathers, let me tell you, that'll be the only thing that's semi-solid around here. What is he on about? That's, that's, that's how you're supposed to talk on Blind Date. I'm doing it properly. Well, it's weird. Pigeon number three. How do you deal with my cheesy surfeit? Pigeon number three. Are you there? Oh, I'm getting told that he got bored and went off after another pigeon. Oh, I like that. He sounds nice. Well, because there's only two contestants, let's only do two questions. Well, well, so, well that's well, actually well, a good idea. Really, actually. Really. One question for each of the cha-cha heels that I got to get so that my spirit may finally be at peace. So this one goes to Pigeon 2 first this time. As a kid, I spent some time in a city, and as such, perching space was at a premium. Because of that, I spent a lot of time stood in my own droppings. 
over time, standing in my corrosive stools, along with an untreated dose of bumble foot, it's made my legs look like dirty pink twiglets. What I want to know is, you into that? Because I love it. <laughs> well, no one could call me a stool pigeon, but if your own stools have melted your feet into rotten little clubs, I want to be led into the club that is your intimate acquaintance club. And if your legs resemble little gnarled trees, I hope I'm not barking up the wrong leg when I say, if I was a Klingon, I'd engage my cloacking cloacking device and make you separate your saucer section. Follow-up question for Pigeon 2. Fuck are you on a bear? Now look here, the whole point of do-man culture is that I look really hot with wild puffy legs and a massive chest, and the other pigeons love what a big visual spunk I am. The blind date format couldn't be less appropriate. Bit needy, mate. Fuck this, I'm off to coo on a roof. I bet you are. Pigeon number one, what are you acting about these mighty pins? I don't give a fuck, to be honest. Oh, they're a silver-tongued bastard, aren't they? It looks like they're made for each other. If I was still a black, I'd be saying, mm, looks like I'll have to buy a new hat, which would imply three things. One, that they're getting married. Two, that I'll be invited to the wedding. And three, it'll also teach a young log the idea that you have to buy a new hat for a wedding. And that very idea is funny, which he'll repeat every now and then for the next 10 years to his <laughs> friends. And because he's a boy, it will have a kind of enhanced humor aspect to it. But I am not still a black. I'm Eartha Kit, So I will say just one thing. If you don't give me those cha-cha heels, I'll walk all over you! Look, you say that you repeat the hat joke for the next 10 years. Yeah. You just said it. So you're implying that you first saw Scylla Black talking about this, the hat thing in your 30s. Oh, no, no. Um, it's just kind of I, I stopped doing it for a while. <laughs> just, it's retro, it. baby! <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing, buying a hat back whenever you see two people kissing. I, I, no, fair play, I have done it in the pub. If I've seen two people on a date, I will make it awful by saying, Ooh, shall I be getting a hat? <laughs> <laughs> That's even less obvious as to what you're talking about. Should I be, be getting, getting a hat? hat? <laughs> you might as well be saying, should I be building a coop on the roof? <laughs> should I? Should I? <laughs> yeah, well, the fact that it makes no sense and is phrased really badly makes it less awkward for them. So I'm being considerate, actually. Build a bloody coop on your roof, lot. What? <laughs> I want a coop. Get, wanna, get a hat. I want to come in and get a hat and get in the coop. Shall I go and buy a hat for you to wank into, you randy bastards? I want to be released <laughs> off of your roof and collect three or four pigeons before I plummet to my death. <laughs> no, hold one tight in each hand and flap. That's how it works for humans. <laughs> That sounds like something you'd say to someone you want to fuck off. Hold one tie in each hand and flap. And don't come back for a month. <laughs> Did you ever buy yourself a beanie? An alien name to please the queen. You can fly in and out. 
be named beneath the wings. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by donating an amount of your choosing. If you donate two pounds, you get a freaking B name. We will elbow your human name into a bin. <laughs> right in the ribs. Give you a fecking B name. Boys, could you please give B names to the following new patrons? Yeah. A B name, please, for Brandon Taylor. Uh, the tailor to the B has a very simple job. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> just just the hat, madam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in brackets, just the hat, madam. <laughs> a B name, please, for Rowan McWilliams. You're Rowan. I'm, I'm going. Stinging. <laughs> That's not good enough. Don't write that down. Stripes garbage. Yes. Stripes garbage. Stripes garbage. <laughs> That's your V name, Rowan. <laughs> Sorry. It's a real devilishness in your eyes as you as you say that. A B name, please, for simply Joe. Going with that theme, I'm gonna have a honey feelers turd fur. <laughs> honey feelers turd fur. Oh, it's a, it's the shittiest little bumblebee. It's <laughs> flying up to turds with. Happy name, please, for John Vakinis. Just had imagined dragons stuck in my head, and I thought, how do I turn that into a bee name? And thought, imagine bees. That's imagine terrible. Bees. <laughs> Can you believe? <laughs> Industrial light and magic. <laughs> <laughs> You can't just say company names. <laughs> you might as well just say Subway. <laughs> Industrial Light and Subway? Industrial Light and Sting. <laughs> Is John Fickinis not a d- Have I forgotten anything about this person who used to come to our live shows? I don't... I can't remember what uh, their occupation is. Oh, but it might be a breach of GDPR that you said that. Okay. Bleep it. But I have looked them up, and it's 100% true. <laughs> uh, B. No, you can't say can't say because you can't know that he's a <laughs> Professor <No>. B. <laughs> <laughs> Professor B Professor B in the hive. <laughs> Do you think you've already done Professor B? Professor B in the hive with the stinger. Oh, Cluedo-based. <laughs> Professor B in the hive with a stinger. With the stinger, I guess. Ooh. No, that had to be... It was his stinger. Yeah, I suppose that's fair. With a stinger. Just say a stinger. There's oh. not one stinger in the hive, is there? No. With with the municipal stinger. <laughs> municipal stinger? <laughs> yeah, that's it. His name is Municipal Stinger. Done. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Municipal stinger. <laughs> municipal stinger. There you go. Uh, be named, please, for Jack Venegas. And we're sure that's not John Vaginis on a different <laughs> account. <laughs> Say the name again. Jack Venegas. Your name is the Seagull Bride. Who is a bee. That's not part of the name, but it is canon. The Seagull Bride is a bee. I'm beside myself to be the Seagull Bride today. <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry, Steve. Inconbeavable. <laughs> That's a beaver name. <laughs> Great. If you'd like your own bee name, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features. Help us out with an £82 an episode. You also get access to the Beehive. That's a patron-exclusive Discord where all the bees hang out. They talk about the latest stinging techniques and mm. where to find the best pollen. And what to do if you've been stung? In the very rare situation when a bee gets stung, I don't know what to do. That's because I haven't read the discords today. I think you have to sting it out again. It's <laughs> more stings. Keep stinging. When all you've got is a stinger, every, every problem <laughs> looks like an epidermis. <laughs> Everyone looks like some prick's forearm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening and good times. Be upon you. Mrs. Quick, be upon you. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features.